Ephesians 6, 10-20 says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and, as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit, with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints, and also for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. How does this belief sink down far enough into our bones that we truly can stand firm against the enemy in the whole armor of God? How can we truly rely on the strength of the Lord's might? The whole reasoning Paul gives for the armor of God's necessity is a very serious matter. It is to withstand the schemes of the devil. One of my favorite movies is Guy Ritchie's adaptation of King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. In it, Arthur grows up not knowing of the power he possesses from his bloodline, both political and supernatural, until he lifts Excalibur from the stone. Yet the enemy has already killed Arthur's father, taken his kingdom, and built it ever higher upon the oppressed backs of its citizens. Both the enemy and the whole kingdom know that no person nor group of people will ever save them without the power of the sword. Like in the story, the real enemy schemes run very deep. Let's read again. Ephesians 6, 16 through 18 said, In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit which is the word of God, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. How we take up the sword, how we rely on a might that is able enough to defeat our great big enemy is chiefly through prayer. What a simple yet profound gift. In Christ, we are not defenseless. In the posture of abiding, we produce his own fruit of might against the enemy for Christ's own glory. Today's prayer practice allows us to put on the armor of God by beginning to truly accept where we are and allow God into that place. In some ways, you have to remove other self-made armor and defenses to allow God to abide in you. 
This might bring up feelings of defenselessness and vulnerability that are extremely uncomfortable. But remember, we cannot protect ourselves by our own strength. Only in surrender to the Lord's might can we truly stand secure against the enemy. Begin by taking a moment to breathe slowly. Breathing can be a helpful first step in reconnecting with yourself. Reconnecting with ourselves helps bring all of us to God in prayer. Next, accept that God accepts you as you are. Once you have slowed down enough to begin becoming aware of your own body, take inventory of your current internal state. Do you feel any or multiple of the following emotions? Sadness, anger, fear, hurt, loneliness, shame, guilt, gladness? How does your body feel overall today? Does it feel heavy? light, sore, calm. Try to be fully present to the physical and emotional sensations rather than pushing them away. You don't need to analyze, explain, change, or judge your emotions. Just notice them. Accept that God accepts you as you are. Finally, allow God in. Take a moment in prayer, inviting Jesus into your internal state. No matter how messy it might feel to you, believing that through faith, there is no space, neither tangible or internal, that is too messy for Jesus to enter. <laughs> 